Settle for my love. Jay Z's out. Settle for my love. You guys hear the harmony? I can really sing, but I don't like to tell people that. Are these chairs more stable now? They are. Like when you move, they don't shake. That's because they weren't tight. They weren't screwed in all the way. These type of chairs should last for like a few years, right? Yeah. yeah. Being that they cost a lot. Yeah, I feel like I've only had them for, it hasn't even been three years, um, and I don't know why they were so weak. What do you do on these chairs? <laughs> I don't do anything on the chairs. Besides sit? I just sit. Okay. What do others do on these chairs? Everybody just sits. <laughs> but, you know, you said they're more sturdy, so I feel it. I feel like it's a little more sturdy. They are more sturdy. Um... But I got rid of the broken one, so. Rest in peace to the broken chair. Yes, it just had to it had to leave um, the premises. But how are you doing today? I am just dandy. How are you? I'm great. You can tell in our voices Monday morning. Yes, you can definitely tell. Um, I don't sound that much like a frog like I did this morning. But yeah. when I wake up, I sound really crazy. Um, but You want to hear a funny story? Wait, but... Can you hold on to the story? I said I could sing and you didn't say anything. I can sing too. I know you can sing. Very yeah. minimal. Okay, so why don't you ever like expose your talents? Because I'm not the greatest singer. I could just hold a few notes. Okay. Yeah. Is that how you feel? No, I just think... I don't think I can sing. But I you can. To, I you, used to. You have like... You know the deep person in Boys to Men? Yeah. You're like them. Yeah. Like you could hold a little note. Like Johnny Gill? No. Not Johnny Gill. I don't even know the guy's name in Boys to Men. The one I'm I talking think his name about. Is Mike. Perhaps. All right. What's your story? When I was a kid, my um, my mom used to get harassed by this lady, one of my dad's um, ex girlfriends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she used to call my house looking for my dad. And my mom one time answered the phone, and then she just hangs up. Click. And she calls my dad at work. And she's like, yo, your girlfriend, or whatever she is, has a man at your house. So my dad calls. He's like, yo, I just got a phone call. And uh, I'm being told that you have a man at my house. She's like. So the girl was lying on your mom? When my mom answers the phone, she sounds like a man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, what are you talking about? The only one here is your son. <laughs> she's like i just woke up he's like oh yeah you do sound a little rough <laughs> um that was funny um it was hard for me to like um yeah that was, that was the point yeah no, to I, follow I, I, it I need, I need that little the little uh the punchline was that i don't is know that what it's called Where? i think it's called a punchline um but welcome to the this is 30 podcast my name is jernique ladies and gentlemen my name is james boney Happy Monday. Happy Monday. And James is right. It, I feel like I feel the Monday already, even though it's really Sunday. I can feel the Monday. It is Monday. It is Monday. I can feel the Monday energy. Like, it's overpowering me. Um, And I'm not planned for the week at all. So, it's going to be a long Monday. It's I love probably it. going to be a long week. I love it. Um, But, James, we are talking about love today. You know I love love. I know. I am the love king. What's your favorite love song? Favorite love song? 
Don't say love by me. No, no, no. no. That would be ugh. my favorite love song. Is it? I think um, I really like that uh, Luther Vandross. Um, here and now. Mm. Man, that man, that song is so smooth. Are you gonna play that at your wedding? If I have a wedding. Okay. Here and now, I promise to love you. I feel like that's a popular wedding song. It is. Um, it's a lovely song. Yeah, yeah. That's classic, though. Um, I have too many favorite love songs, but I really like um, anything that has to do with Anita Baker. Like, if I could get her to perform at my wedding, that would be really dope. Oh, she's still alive? Yeah, she's old, though. You're not um, singing at your wedding, though. She she could you know if it happens she within won't. if it happens within the next year we might could book her. Nice. Um, but we are talking about love today, um, because I got love on my mind. In other words, she's lonely. Oh, don't say that! <laughs> don't say that! This is the second time this week that somebody has referenced that I'm lonely, and I'm not lonely. Not lonely, lonely, but lonely. I'm not lonely. You're lonely. I'm not lonely. Um, Listen, if you wake up in the morning in the bed by yourself, you are a loner. It just means I'm alone. It doesn't mean I'm lonely. <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> um, are you willing to ever settle for love? You know, you're getting up there in age. What does that mean to settle for love? How do you settle for love? I feel like sometimes um, people get to this point, especially like I feel like even in my and I don't want to say African or Cameroonian culture. I feel like after a woman is a certain amount, certain age, she's willing to um, just like, you know, the next guy that comes in my life. And, you know, even if it's not fireworks, if he treats me right, if he does the things a man is supposed to do, I'm going to go there because I'm at a specific age. I want certain things. And it, it doesn't have to be about the sparks flying um, I just want to, you know, I want to be in love. Um, so I'm going to do that. If that's the case, then it's not love. Yeah, but I feel like nobody ever feels like they're settling when they're settling. That sounds like it's settling for life. That's mm. settling to live a life. Like, if you want to put it like you love someone and they're not the person that you should be loving and then you settle for that. That's what I would consider settling for love. Am I willing to do that? No. Yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about because we do that all the time. <laughs> okay, well. Um, we I feel like that's normal to like love somebody who you shouldn't be loving. Right. But the one I'm talking about is somebody who. But really I'm saying like moving be. on with the person that you shouldn't be loving and settling with that. Is that isn't that a better way to put it? That's a that's a option, but that's not the type of settling I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about the settle where it is the person you should love and you don't love them, but the they they mark all the check boxes, so you're gonna move forward re regardless. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep on doing this, but that's not love. I know it's not love. So it, whatever the word is, am I willing to settle for that? No. If it's not what I want. So I'm you're not, not settling for the wrong person, and you're not settling for the right person. I'm not settling. For anything if it's what it's supposed if it's not what I want and what she wants then it's not gonna happen how do you ever really know when when the feeling is mutual you, you feel it in the air 
I feel like sometimes people think they feel it and they don't. I feel like after a certain time, you know when it's like, look, this is not it. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good with that. I feel like this because, especially now, I feel like every time some of my aunts speak to me, they're always like, hey, when are you going to show us the guy you're going to marry? First of all, they act like it's a, a microwave thing that I can just conjure up a man and then bring him and be like, yeah, I'm getting married. Um, but they're like, when are you going to, you know, and I'm like, you know, when I meet one and he's a good guy and blah, blah, blah. And then they start to have like all this doubt in their voice. And they're like, well, you know, you're never going to find somebody who's perfect. You're never going to find somebody. You're just going to have to take the good with the bad. And I just feel like, damn, giving me that type of advice before I even have the man is really sucky. Like, because I feel like you're preparing me. Or you're kind of letting me know that um, love or being with somebody is the ultimate goal instead of like being actually in love. Like, and and that's why I'm asking you, like, are you willing to settle? Because I, I don't think, like I said, people purposefully settle. I think sometimes people are tired of the wrong thing. Sometimes people are just like, you know what? I'm 35. He's cute. He's nice. He'll make we can nice make babies. this work. I done <laughs> been in love with so many other guys and they didn't work out for me. Let's try this mediocre thing out and see what it can bring me. I don't think I don't think I would ever do that, but I want I wish we had like call-ins. I want to know if they're the person that actually does that actually does think like that. Let's call Perlene. Um, let's see if she answers. It's a very busy day for her. Um, so I don't know if she's going to answer, but let's see. Hello? Hi, Perlene. It's Journey calling from the This Is 30 podcast. <laughs> How are you? Hi. I'm fine. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, the question is, are you willing to settle for love? Hmm. And by settle, I don't mean uh, like being in love with a guy who's not for you. What I really mean is like um, once you get to a certain age and maybe like you meet a guy who like marks all the check check boxes. Um, but like maybe the sparks are not all the way there, but you like him and he he can provide stability and you haven't been having success 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 in, success <laughs> you haven't been having success in love and you just say you know what this is it this is what i'm going to do are you willing to settle like that for love yeah because i feel like for me to find like the person that i really want to be with i consider that to be my soulmate and Anything else would just be somebody that I vibe with. We're cool. We have a good time. I like you, but you're just not my soulmate. So yeah. Okay. I that settling. Yes, but not that. Would you? Do you consider it settling? Would you? Would you do that? Something like that. Something. Yeah. You said <laughs> like, if you're like what? Yeah. Tell me the age. Forty, probably like forty-five, forty, and late. I would. Okay. Thank you for giving your opinion. We'll talk to you later, okay? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, see what I'm talking about? Okay, so now let's do this. Call Anthony. I don't. I think Anthony's. I think I saw him on bikes. Okay. Well, so I don't think he's available. I think. I don't know. I feel like. I'm not calling a, anybody else. Okay. I think we need like a male and female perspective. So you call somebody. Who should I call? I don't know. Call anybody you want to. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Why not? I just can't. I just can't right now. I just can't think of it. <laughs> I cannot do it. You can't call anybody. Anybody you call would be bad. I don't feel like you have friends with good. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the greatest um input in this area. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> all right. So. Perlene said she she wouldn't mind settling. It. I think I honestly think the older we get, the more that becomes the the more the older we get, the thought of that maybe be, becomes more of a reality. Right, right. Um and it's like I guess it's almost like companionship. You know what I'm saying? It's so many people living like that now. Like you got kids with with somebody who you cool with, like y'all may not be like madly in love, but it works. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to live like that, but I hope I don't have to. I mean, if everything's good, you could just, as far as like making sure the groceries are in the fridge and stuff like that, and kids are taken care of, and house is taken care of, you really need love, love. Yes, we need love. I'm happy Proline, uh, I'm happy Proline um, mentioned soulmate because I want the person I end up with to be my soulmate. You think you could have more than one soulmate? Yeah. Okay. Because you know what? I feel like they're different. Everybody's different, but there's, um, you know how they say, like, in the world you have you have a twin somewhere out there? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's such thing with the way people are. Their, uh, their uh, emotions and all, okay. that, all that. So different parts shebang. of you can attract different parts in other people? Like, let's say, is, is to give an example, let's say I... And madly in love with you, we click, but for whatever reason, we just can't be together. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's someone else out there just like you. Just like I said, how there's someone out there that looks just like you. There's someone out there that loves me just like you. If that makes any sense. Maybe. Yeah. So there's in this case, there's just more than one lookalike. There's multiple. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I get it now. If that makes any sense. Um, I get it. Ladies I was and gentlemen, my name is James. Bond. At first, but I get it. Um, okay, so like, um, a lot of older couples, I think, like, even if the love was there, like in the beginning, I feel like a lot of older couples find themselves at that place, like when they get like, I don't know, pick an age. What do you think? Maybe fifties, sixties. Yeah. The I don't ever want the love to fizzle out of my marriage. I don't want to just exist. Like I want to be throwing it back when I'm 79. Throwing what back? <laughs> you know what I'm this saying? Is, is, like we're not I that I want to be like in love with my husband forever. Like and I want like I don't want to just exist. I don't I am a big believer in what you're saying. Keeping things spicy, mm-hmm. but that is all up to you and whoever you're with. But the spice is not even all, like that. Was it was not? Joke. I'm not talking about just the sex part. Okay, I'm, I'm talking about the love, everything. like keeping the love alive. Like I like the one thing that they said. One of the, one of the things that you've seen um, said is that 
do whatever you did at first in to keep beginning. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a very, very important factor. But what do you think causes the fizzle? Like kids. Really? Distractions. But I feel like if your love is that strong, you don't let that overpower you. There's I feel like some people are like, oh like I've heard men I'm just gonna use sex as an example. I've heard men use talking about they schedule sex with their wives. That's wild. And it's like I think it's just it's just them. I just think it's you know I understand women have a lot that they have to do, like work. Are you, know, you prepared for that life when you get married? I, I my thing is like if I, I want to talk about that before anything. Mm. And if we if there's a thing where it's like I wanna know what's natural, I wanna know what's real, like where if I ask you that, can you honestly answer the question? Or are you just saying that just so it sounds good? And if it doesn't, then like all right, if I really if I'm really okay with that, then I'll let it be. But if I'm not, then like that's where I say like I can't settle for love. So you're gonna make sure she's not into scheduling sex before you marry her. I have to make sure she is, like Carlene said, my soulmate. Okay. And not just that, like damn, like you know, I have to make sure I do my part too. Do I do I continue to give flowers? You know, that's not my thing. But whatever I do to make mm-hmm. to make her to feel put the, special, put the smile on your face, whatever. That that has to keep on. That that fire has to remain ignited. But the like you you said that. Sometimes kids cause the fizzle mm-hmm. in a relationship. So if you have that conversation prior to being married, prior to having kids, what if her answer then or her responses then um, are circumstantial? Like, and then it changes. Like, what happens? Because she doesn't even know what she's going to become or how, you know, motherhood may affect her, how married life is going to affect her. Do you know how certain things happen based upon people's actions. So if I can see that, let's say for instance, like we, we talk throughout the week and you're like, James, when is a good time for you to record? And I'm like, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then it's never a good time really. Mm-hmm. You can tell that like, I'm not really true to my word. Mm-hmm. Then that's that's something that you can pretty much scream. Does this make any sense to you, listeners? So you're you're saying like um, somebody's words or their their repeated actions can prove to okay. Yeah. So well, that's what I believe. Hmm. I just feel like it's tricky. I feel like it's tricky when it comes to excuse me when it comes to like specific situations like that. I, I believe I think somebody could say like I'll, I'll try I'll try to you okay. Know, but and then then you can see if they'll really try. But they're like, yeah, I'll do it. And you know that they're like a little flaky or shaky with stuff. And then you know that's something that's important to you. Then you might want to walk away. If it's not that important to you, keep it going. That's the way I see it of like screening things. The one thing that we all do in failed relationships is that we don't really take the time to know each other. Mm, I agree. And that's one of the most important things. You want to ask questions. You really want to get to know each other when you're if you want to be serious with somebody. And that's one thing I learned. A little while ago and I, I was talking to this girl and she was telling me that um, we couldn't be boyfriend and girlfriend and I'm like why not and she's like because I want you to get to know me and I'm like, I know you I know your mom I know where you live I know your phone number what, what else do you need me to know? I know where you're born and she's like you don't know me mm. now it all makes sense right right I do think that um, I agree with you mm-hmm. that's what I, I agree with I think that 
I think that a really good friendship is like very important to a good yeah. relationship. Yep. Like you really, um, I just think that you should also, cause this makes me think of like men who like to waste time. I also think that you should be intentional though in trying to get to know somebody. Women don't waste time. <laughs> I know women waste time, but like, you know, I'm thinking of like, you know, somebody who's like, really waiting like and waiting and waiting to get to know somebody and it's like be intentional and be like you said be open and honest about what it is you're doing mm -hmm. i think i think makes all the difference um and i like what you said about screening like uh, it re we really need to screen these folks mm -hmm. um before we we even allow them to waste our time right. um but other than kids do you think that there's anything else that is the cause of, um, you know, a lack of intimacy and like just livelihood in a marriage after. A other, than, other than that, I, the only thing I can think of is probably careers. Mm. Some people like. What if they just settled? Settled as in what? In a some, no, what if they settled into that relationship? Their entrance into that relationship was the result of them settling. So after everything that needed to be done was done what do you have left start things over if you started for the wrong reasons it's like drew hill said step lie. one walk through that door what's the last step tell him no that wasn't a song there's one song where they said do it all over again is that the drew hill song step one where you repeat step one. Oh. oh. I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now, repeat steps one through three. Yes. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Okay. Um, I feel like we're talking jibber-jabber, but that's okay. I think there's some sense under underlying in our words. Do you think so? I think there's so much sense. Oh. I feel like, I feel like if, you un if you don't understand it, then maybe you should read a freaking book. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is James Boney. Yes, I'm coming for you, Gene. Um, Geraldine. so were your parents ever married? No. Okay. Um, my parents were married, um, but they divorced when I was three. When did your parents break up? When I was five. Okay. Um, why do you think, uh, divorce is at an all time high? Right now? Mm hmm Technology. Wow. Only technology. That's and that's the main reason. Think about it. Think about it. People are doing things that they're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like things on social media. Things on their phones. Not even just social media. On their phones. That they're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's causing shakiness. And just just technology. Think about it. If you're spending too much money as a wife, and I'm like, yo, we need to save this money, but you decide to go shopping. Your friends decide to have dinners and you have to be at those dinners. I'm able to check on my phone or whatever it is, how much you're spending, and then we get in arguments, things of that nature. Okay. So we have a very transparent yep. um, access. access to a lot of things. Yep. I agree. Access. Um, and I think technology is also the cause in a way where it has program, pro programmed program. us um, to be like um, instant uh, lovers of instant 
results. Right, right. So we don't want to like work for anything. Like you could transfer money. You mm-hmm. could you could you know stop her credit card from being used in five seconds. So it's like as quick as I can do that, that's as quick as I can get out of this relationship. Yep. Um. <laughs> so you don't want to you don't want to like you don't want to try. You don't want to try try. And love is a choice. Love is a choice. So it's gonna get hard, but. I just feel like we look we live in a cookie cut cookie cutter society. Like if it's not perfect, I'm out. Right. Um um but how did like growing up with parents who are not together? Like I think I've asked you this before, but do you think it affected you? No. Yeah, I believe I asked you and you said no. Um so you didn't care that they weren't together. For some reason, as oddly as it sounds, it, it made sense to me why they weren't. Okay. You know what I mean? When did you, when did you figure that out? At like an early age. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Um, I'm also like so happy I didn't grow up in a two parent household. Yeah. Um, like I I don't know I don't wanna I don't wanna know who I would have been. Like, I feel like I would have been a crazy psycho person. Um and not two parent household. I guess my parents, because mm-hmm. um, I know there's you wonderful folks who you know have mom and dad. I mean, yeah, it's, awesome. it's good to have two parents. Right, right. But it's awesome. What I learned from my from my growing up is that a man is able to take responsibility the way my dad did. You know what I mean? And my mom was able to be independent, and it showed like like if I have a daughter, I want to be able to tell her like, yo. You can get it done. Like, okay. You don't, like, just like you said, love is a choice. I feel like, yeah, love is a choice. And with a, being with a man is absolutely a choice. You right. don't You don't have to have a man to complete your life. And that's exactly the, uh, the, um, the profile my mom has, you know what I mean? So okay. She, my mom, you ask her now if she wants a boyfriend, she'll tell you no. She doesn't need a man. And she's content. She's content. That's my awesome. dad. My dad's married, and the reason why he's married is because he's like he had uh, health issues years ago, and he's like I don't think I should be living alone, so I might as well live with a woman. I don't want to live with a dude and have like a woman. I'm too old, so so he like he started talking to some woman that he knew from when he was young. So he married her, but other than that, my dad don't love his wife. You know what I mean? So, but that's 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 the pros of it. Seeing how they're, you know, they they don't they're not in need. It's, it's, it's a want. That's that settle I'm talking about. That's that 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 is a settle. That mm-hmm. but that's not settling for love though. But I feel like I guess the terminology makes it confusing. But it is settling for love. But it's not settling for love. I get you. Nope. Like, can can you meet me halfway? Nope. Okay, but he settled for love. He settled for something. He settled in the area of love. Right. Um, like, why do you think divorce is necessary? Like, what are the, you know, you know, they always say it's only uh, domestic violence. And I think biblically, it's like domestic violence. I don't even think infidelity is biblically. Why do I think it's necessary? Yeah, like what reasons would you say like it you got to get out there. You got to get out of that situation. Like I don't really know, but I don't know how to answer this, but I'm going to use Kim Kardashian as an example. Mhm. 
if it wasn't for divorce, Kim Kardashian would be fucked. With all the people she's been married to? Yeah. Who was the first person she married? Was it was it Chris Humphrey she married? Or? Yes, she did. But that was the, her second husband, I believe. I, I forgot who it was before that. But, but if you just look at it like that. Or maybe I'm lying. Maybe that was her first husband. I don't know. Maybe it was. But either way, um, she realized she made mistakes. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons that um, divorce is necessary. It's like, dude, like this is not going to make me. Like, you have to love yourself before you can love anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think in, in her case, that was a prime example. Like, she didn't really feel like she loved. My thing with divorce is, of course, you have to love yourself and you have to choose, you know, the right path for you. That You have to be happy at the end of the day. But sometimes, in some cases, um, I think that divorce is so selfish Especially when you don't put in the work. You get what I'm saying? Like, to actually try and make something work. I feel like if you made a mistake walking into a marriage or whatever the case may be and you realize 73 days later, this is not for me, cool. Things happen. Kudos to her for being brave enough for not staying. But I also feel like you didn't try. Like, and that part bothers me. Not not solely not trying, but the idea that so many people were inconvenienced by you being an idiot. Like, mm-hmm. you had a whole wedding. Like, and this is regular people lives too. Like, we see it every day with people we know. People spent thousands of dollars to support you for a wedding. And I'm not saying you, you got to care about outside people's, you know, opinions, but... Weddings bring out the the crazy in everybody. And I just feel like for you to jeopardize that, not only do you not care care about your spouse, the person you're married to, it's like a slap in the face Mm -hmm. to everybody who supported your love and wanted to be, you know, wanted to see it flourish. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, like, I do think that if you're being beat, um, you should leave. Um, And I think if you're being cheated on, um, you should leave as well. No. Um. I, yeah. I. Yeah. Um. I feel like people can get over cheating, but be, being with a habitual cheater is really hard. It's really the, the hard. Thing, the thing is, I'm not. I don't think cheating is good, but I can understand it. Okay. Because think about it. If you're doing the same thing every day, don't you want to do something? please, please. I'm not going to do this with you. You're going to do it. Not this Monday morning. Nope. When you do your hair the same same way every <laughs> every time, don't you want uh, dreads sometimes? I am locking my hair, and okay. there are dreads under here. Okay, but now you have straight, wavy hair, right? Yes. Because you changed. It's not comparable. Please <laughs> don't go there. I don't see why not. I don't see why it's different. Yeah, because you, sex is a spiritual thing. It's not just for kicks and giggles. Like, it's a spiritual thing. And if you make um, a promise to someone, if you want to do that, stay single and live your life. There's nothing wrong with you wanting different flavor from here, left, and right. If that's your thing, do it. Just don't involve somebody in it and tell them you love them and you want to be with only them for the rest of your life. And then you still want to be out here doing your thing. 
You're yeah. wasting my time. You know, you want to be like in a relationship with them. You don't want to be in a relationship. If you cheating is cheating is really bad when you want to be in a relationship with somebody else and that polygamy stuff. That's bad, bad. But if it's just if it's just sexual, that's that's not that bad. It's bad, but it's not that bad. Ladies and gentlemen, let me shut up because my name is James Boney. <laughs> I know a lot cheating of cheating is not that bad. Sexual cheating is not that bad. Ladies and gentlemen. My name is James Boney. I know a lot of you women listening are really mad at me right now, and it's okay. But this is how a lot of men think. You guys are idiots. No. And, um, um, yeah. So, I forgot. <laughs> I don't even know where we were, where we're going. But we were talking about divorce and when divorce is necessary. And I said cheating. You said nah. It, it could be worked out. Um, do you think that when you get married, you will ever cheat on your wife? I am a big believer in God, so for me to make an oath for God and then break it, it's just, that is just... Y'all see how James be talking crazy for the masses, but when I ask him personal, specific questions... Listen, I am trying to be here for everybody. I'm trying to, <laughs> You're trying to I, be I, here for the men. I'm trying to open your minds so, so like you can <laughs> see. It doesn't... Listen, people do things that don't make sense. You know, in this case, it makes a little bit of sense. But in my case, I'm not going to do it. Because I made I made a freaking oath for God, so I, I don't think it's okay. And are you going to make sure to not put yourself in positions where um, cheating can become an option? Yeah. Okay. Do you think that's a Do you think that's a purposeful thing that men have to do? So, purposeful thing. Yeah, I feel like it's different for different men though, because I feel like some guys can go out, have a good time, be around, you know, people, and still be stand corrected. Right. I feel like there are other guys where that type of atmosphere ignites um, sometimes the opportunity or something in them that makes them want to cheat. I'll tell you one thing. I don't know if I'm a little off track, but. I was on Facebook the other day. One of my friends posted something, and it said, um, in the nature of, after you beat your meat, you start thinking, no, I'm not taking her out to dinner anymore. Do women have that same mentality? What does this have to do with that? <laughs> I'm gonna, listen, just answer the question. Do women have that same mentality? I don't with, with really... With your vibrators and stuff. I don't really think so. I think that we always... I don't, it's not comparable because I'm not taking anybody to dinner. We don't take anybody to dinner. Okay. Um, Listen, say you had plans mm -hmm. to go out to dinner mm -hmm. with someone other than your boyfriend, but you have a vibrator, it shakes one out of you, right? This okay. doesn't make any sense. L listen to me. It shakes one out of you, <laughs> and then you just lay down there like, I'm not going out to dinner. Do you ever think like that? No. Okay. Well, listen, us men think like that. And what I'm trying to say is... Was the dinner for... What, what was the dinner for? It was the prelude to sex? Possibly. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Like, what? you're not supposed to be going out to dinner with someone that's not your boyfriend. Right? Right. So, now you shake it out. Because your boyfriend's in Iran and the war or something. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Listen, the, maybe I can't use a woman as an example, but 
with men, what I'm trying to advise to us, to us fellow, to you fellow uh, men out there, is if you think about cheating, all you have to do is rub one out, and then you're not gonna want to do it anymore. Okay, so that's the advice that was, that's the advice you had. Yeah. Through all of this. Because I saw I saw something else that said cheating is a choice. Staying faithful is not hard. And I was like, damn. Everything is a choice. Everything in this world is a choice. Choose wisely. Paying taxes. <laughs> Paying taxes is not a choice. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know how we got here again. Um, we're on cheating still. Um, oh, yeah. Ask James about um, if he was going to make sure he didn't put himself in position. I would not. I would not. Um, I think it's avoidable. Okay. Yes, you think you think cheating is avoidable? Yes. Okay. I like that. Cheating is avoidable. You can definitely avoid it. I like that. Especially even if you sense your attraction like increasing around a certain type of person or a certain person, I feel like you might want to limit your interactions with them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because listen, when you get married, I'm pretty sure that you know, you're not going to stop being attracted to other people and other things. It just doesn't go away. No. Um, but you just have to, you know, you have to make it do what it do. Um, okay, back on marriage and love and divorce and things of that nature. Um, do you have siblings in which you don't share the same two parents? Supposedly. But you're not sure? No. Okay. Um... um i don't know i think i i I, you i i don't know why i thought you had siblings that like from your dad my dad so this this, (laughs) my brother says he's my dad's son my dad's like but does your dad take care of him no my dad's like you want to be my son then fine (laughs) 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 but me for me, he's like, yeah, that's my son. <laughs> <laughs> and that Your is, dad that, is a savage, yo. That, that's no, that's no cap. This is really how it is. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Like, well, um. If you want somebody to call your father, then all right, fine, but don't ask me for money. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> The reason that's so funny to me is I don't even know why I had this question written down. I don't remember. Um, But I think I was going to ask, like, about maybe the differences between their experience with that parent and your experience. Um, But he's not his child, so it really wouldn't count. Allegedly, I'm not going to. Right. Shout Uh, out to my, quote, brother. (laughs) You think that makes it better, the quote, unquote, brother? I don't know. He doesn't listen to the show, so it's fine. He does? Does not. Oh, okay. But, um, I don't know. I don't know if it really matters. I don't want to throw anybody off, but a lot of my family members on my dad's side, we have things that, you know, let you know, like, all right, we're definitely related. He ain't got none of that. So I'm just like, I don't know. You're not sure? No. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk to you about is, um, after the divorce, after the separation, Mm -hmm. um, do you think that if two people, like, are separated, they need to discuss, and they have kids, do you think that they need to discuss their living arrangements with their former uh, partner? 
So I think your dad lived in Florida, mm-hmm. and you told me he moved to Florida when I was sixteen. When you were sixteen. Now let's say a kid is six, and both of his parents live in New Jersey, but one wants to move to Atlanta. Um, one parent wants to move to Atlanta. Do you think that they need to have a the parents need to have a discussion about that? Yeah, depending on the the um the parent situation. Say if like say if like a mother is a nurse in New Jersey mm-hmm. and works a lot of overtime but and makes good money and the father's moving to Atlanta where things are cheaper and he doesn't make a lot of money but he has more time to take care of them. You want to like distinguish which is going to be the better situation for the kid. So it's, it really is really up to that. Hmm. But do you think that one person should have the power to stop the other person? Like, because they want to see their child regularly. Um, no, it should be the best interest of the child. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know if I agree with that. I, that's the way I see it. Yeah, I, that's... Um, if, you want, if you want to see your child, then damn, like... Move with me? No, well... M- move to the same state with me? Do something where you can be around your child. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> you're the one. You're the one that's going through these problems. Like, granted, I'm not getting divorced, so I don't know. But I just feel like that would be very, like, strange. Like, you know, like, especially like, say, you're in your kid's life. You guys have a system, but like you said, what if mom? I think you said something about a nurse. Mm-hmm. Like, what if mom gets a better job in Atlanta and she's making better money and she could support her family the way she wants to? And she's like, I want to move me and my kids here. They have better schooling. There'll be more foundation, foundational structure here. I want to move there. But dad is like, bro, you can't take my kid to Atlanta. Like, this is more money on me. I'm going to have to fly him back and forth. Like, I'm never going to get to see my child. Um, I think that's that's hard. I think, from what you just said, I think the the kid's opinion matters as well. Mm. I remember I was joking around with my friends. Um, and they're married and I, I was just doing a lot of work for both of them. And I, as a joke, I said, it was a entanglement amongst, amongst us three. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I was going to, um, she was like, at this point, as a joke, she said, at this point, I'm ready to just leave him and let you two be together. And I said, what are you going to do with the kids? And then we were talking about how we're going to divide the kids as a joke. And then the little girl was talking about, well, she's like, well, I'm staying with mommy. Mm. so that it had me think at that moment like damn so a kid's opinion does matter right so even if um as adults you could think about whose situation is better but then when the kid wants is really what's gonna matter because mm. if the kid's uncomfortable this can give you more problems right that's true yeah. that's true um m- when i was 14 my mom moved to paris for the first time and it was a discussion that she and my um my dad had to have mm-hmm. because she was actually going to move like my seventh grade year and then we all talked about it and they didn't want me to leave my school before graduating middle school right. um so i ended up staying for another year but the thing is i feel like my mama gave me a choice um when she didn't really have to right. um but she did give me a choice and she was like i'm leaving um because mama mama need a life too um and then she was like 
where do you want to go? Like, you can go with your dad. You could go with your sister. You can come with me if you want to. And I didn't want to go to France. I, like, I, I don't know if I would have given her. I think because it was such an extreme, that's why she gave me a choice. Mm -hmm. Um, And I chose to go with my sister. Um, But I don't know. Even that, I just feel like it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot. But what what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like, I I chose to move with my sister to Virginia, and my dad didn't really have a say-so in it. He didn't. We weren't even speaking. But he couldn't contest. He couldn't say anything. He just kind of dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's that. Um, but, yeah, the kids', the kids choice does matter. I don't remember my last question, so I think we're done for the day. Um, yeah, I, I, um. Do you really remember? You just don't want to ask it. I, you know what? I wrote it incorrectly, and I cannot read it because it doesn't make any sense. Let's fix it. No, what do you? Oh, it doesn't make any sense. So we. Let me read it. It's the last one. Can you read? Yeah. Oh, you want me to read it out loud? Yeah. Oh. What do you owe the other person, especially if you have another family? So meaning, if you leave your wife, your ex-wife, or whatever it is, and then you have another family, what do you owe the person you were married to before? Actually, now I remember. It was it was linked to the last question. Um, um, as far as kids and everything? Yes, it was linked to the last question, but it's not important. We'll talk about it another time. There's always other Mondays. There's, this is a good question. It's what do you owe and that's child support. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the This Is 30 podcast. Um, I hope this conversation was fulfilling to hopefully, some of you. Hopefully it helps you in your situations. I know a lot of you have baby mama dramas, baby daddy dramas. Dang. James calling y'all out. Terrible two dramas. Um, but yeah, I hope it is helpful. Um, remember to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and to tell another friend to listen to the This Is 30 podcast. We will see you next week. Be well. Peace out.